How was your um, chicken? Oh my god! We need an update on that. Yeah. So okay. So we last recorded on a Friday. The very next day, my sister-in-law came over and helped us butcher that chicken. And Scott literally walked in the house. He goes, "That was fun." And I was like, <laughs> "Should I be worried?" He's like, "Let's do it again." <laughs> no one should ever walk in from butchering a chicken and say that's fun. Oh, but <laughs> it was so funny. So like, I was really nervous because my son's never seen anything like that. Mac literally watched basically the whole thing. Oh my gosh. Which I was a little nervous about. I'm like, the last thing I need is to traumatize my four-year-old. Yeah. But he like had no issues, like came inside and was like, whatever. I'm like, okay, (laughs) as long as we don't have any questions, like no big deal. Future farmer. For real. And I was like, tell me you like grew up on land without telling me. Because I feel like that's just one of the things that these kids like grow up and it's totally normal. Yeah. So my sister-in-law does this pretty often. I wouldn't, I mean, I guess not often, but more often than I do. And she took a class for it to like process all kinds of birds. She even took a goat processing class. She said that she can't do it because she loves goats too much. Yeah. But she did take the class. So she knows how to do all of these things. And um, her daughter is six and literally was out back in my backyard with bloody hands. Oh, my gosh. Like, just doing the whole thing and then <laughs> yeah. walks in like it's no big deal. And I was like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy, like, how different lives. I mean. It's just how they were raised. Like, I literally totally. was like a princess growing up. Like, my yeah. dad literally would call me his little princess. Yeah. And I'm. And, like, Scott is even, like, he ruined you. And I'm, like, 100% ruined me. I'm, like, I won't get I won't get muddy to this day. I'm, like, I don't want to get dirty. That like, is funny. So my dad totally ruined me in that way. And, like, these other little girls are just, like, tough. Yeah. They're built hard. They're built different. Built different. <laughs> yeah. That's too funny. So the next day we actually threw them in the crock pot because you're supposed to let them settle for 24 hours. It is so insane. That's so I learned, a wild process. I learned that. The easiest and the best way to kill a chicken is to lop their head off. Because if you shoot them, their bodies will literally run around. I was going to say, I heard that even with cutting the head off. Should we put a disclaimer here? Just kidding. (laughs) Suddenly becoming true crime. (laughs) With chickens. (laughs) I heard that if you chop the head off, their bodies can still run around. Is that a thing? I don't think if you chop their heads off, but if you shoot <gasps> them for sure. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I don't think with lopping their heads off that they can they still run around, but shooting them for sure and their body releases salicylic acid <gasps> and it literally will make the meat tough. Wow. Yeah. So you want them to like die instantly and yeah. as peaceful as their bodies can cuz if they like freak out get flustered and try to get away from you that's when that like release of the salicylic acid can happen and it makes the meat extremely tough totally crazy yeah i feel like respecting the animal you have to and that's like the biggest thing is i would love to have a whole farm where like we raise animals to eventually process them but they have like great lives they're respected they're treated well they're fed really well Like, that's, like, such a huge dream for me because, again, the food industry in America is literally trash. It's garbage. Mm -hmm. And I'm, like, I want to make a difference in that community and, like, impact the world in a way that I say, like, that's not acceptable for raising animals like that. And I, like, remember watching documentaries in college. I had this um, 
professor. It was English 101. Mm -hmm. And she was an ASU professor and also taught at CGCC. Couldn't even tell you her name now. But she was like, I swear you, the only thing we learned about the entire semester was like the food industry and like watched all those like Netflix documentaries on like food. And then we actually had to do a presentation on it. And like, and like, I can't remember the shows that we would watch, but. One I know what was you're like talking on McDonald's. about. There was one yeah. on KFC. There was a website literally called Kentucky Fried Cruelty. Yeah. I think I've seen some of those. Yeah. So I actually did my presentation on the KFC website. That's yeah. Kentucky Fried Cruelty. Um, and they have like videos of like people just pulling chickens heads off. I know. Spray it's so painting sad. them. Like it is so awful. And mm-hmm. I can't even imagine. I honestly can't imagine like owning a place like that but this just goes back to unfortunately we live in a day and age where people are where profit is more important than people yes and that goes in every single industry the fast fashion industry and you like learn about like um have you heard of the brand Shein? oh yeah i really try not to shop at like h&m like those kind of stores just because i know that they're not good to their workers. Yeah, that's the biggest thing is like Shein. There's literally been hundreds of articles that have come out yeah. that they pay their workers pennies. And yeah. they also had child labor issues mm. where they have little kids working in these factories. They're legit sweatshops. Yeah. And they don't pay them well. They don't treat them well. Mm. And it's like I I like cannot understand how people still shop at those places. No mm. offense if you do, honestly. Yeah. Because not a lot of people know about it. But totally. if I know better, I'm going to do better. And I'm not shopping at those places mm. because I know better than that. It's hard. I mean, our everyday lives like we build up so much trash and we consume so much Mm -hmm. and it's like how do we be mindful and try to change our everyday life in a way well it's hard even with like wildflower like I feel Mm -hmm. like I talk to you guys about this kind of often where like we are in an industry where we can we produce so much waste at our jobs like the gloves that you use in one facial alone you can go through four to six pairs in one facial I know. And then you think about the cotton rounds, the Q-tips, the iPads. Like, then we're, like, washing sheets every single client. And it's, like, we are in such a high-capacity waste, a mm-hmm. high-waste industry that I try my best in every way that I can to, like, lower that. Because yeah. And that's why, like, we use, like, reusable, like, the sponges that we use to, like, cleanse clients' faces. Yeah they're reusable you can wash them sanitize them that way and we can reuse those versus using like a standard sponge that's only going to be a one-time use and you chuck it Mm -hmm. so I know I thought about that too because I change my gloves quite often during a facial me too you know I I'm just like super I'm so weird about it yeah me too even like at home when I'm like handling chicken eggs Mm. I'm like so weird about like okay I need to go and sanitize my hands at least yeah or like cooking meat oh yeah oh yeah I am so crazy about cooking meat Mm. I literally will that's a good thing though just because you can yeah get sick (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I like I don't use harsh chemicals in our house either. Like, I'm very aware. Like, the only thing really that I that I clean with is uh, the Thieves Cleaner from Young Living. I was just going to say, I have discovered this um, cleaner from doTERRA, and I'm obsessed. Yeah, it's probably about the same thing. Is it, it their On yeah. Guard one? Yes, it's okay. got, like, lemongrass and sage and yeah. all these different essential oils. And, I mean, you obsessed. can take that a level up and just make your own, honestly. Oh, totally. Like, I've seen people do, like, mm-hmm. the vinegar with 
lemons Mm -hmm. and you let it ferment for like two weeks or something yeah and it becomes like a cleaner and it smells so good but it's amazing yeah I really love the thieves one and that's the one that I've used oh my gosh for years Mm. literally years is that from young living or is that yes it's young living's version so they're basically the same thing so thieves for young living is to doTERRA's on guard okay they're they're basically the same product can we talk about that whole conspiracy theory do you know about that what no the young living and the doTERRA oh that they were like once one company and then some whoever young his last name is young broke off from doTERRA there's like this crazy conspiracy theory that like, I don't know. You know what? I'm going to get my facts and then next podcast we'll talk about it. Okay. I'm like, wait, <laughs> I don't know this one. Hopefully it's, it's juicy. It is. It's wild. So <laughs> stay tuned for that. <laughs> so, but when I'm cooking with chicken, I literally bust out the Lysol and I'll yeah. like, I'll clean my surface down mm. and then I come back through and I Lysol it and then I will uh, use the thieves cleaner again because I'm like, I don't, I love my... Uh, thieves cleaner but I'm like it's all natural and we're not backing this up against salmonella yeah no I know I hear you completely I've been like obsessed with essential oils lately like I've been on a kick weird me too that's so weird yeah I literally like threw away my candles and I've literally been diffusing oils since like last Friday every day no same and I even put like lavender in my toilet paper roll no you guys need to try it it makes your bathroom smell so good yeah but then you wipe your butt with it and your butt's on fire from the lavender (laughs) no no you don't gotta think that all the way through listen you don't put it on the toilet paper you put it in the toilet paper roll you put it inside the like yes okay did you see that on tiktok Uh, yeah I think I saw the same one. Are you on the cleaning side of TikTok? It's so good, dude. I have to confess, I don't have TikTok. You do I, reels, though. I do do reels. Okay. Which, I mean... It's the same It's thing. very similar. Yeah. Yeah. But the cleaning side of TikTok... Oh, my gosh. It's where it's at. It's where it's at. But that does go back to, like, we are a consumer... Yeah, I know. We consume so much. I know. And it's so wasteful. I'm very conscious of like what I bring into my home. Yeah. I'm actually, I would consider myself very much so on the more minimalistic side than maximalist. You know what? I've realized that like living life minimally, is that a word? Yeah. Minimally? Yeah. I mean, it's just. I think it is. We're going to make it a word. (laughs) We're probably making up words every single podcast. Oh, totally. I mean, that's what's going to be on our merch. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I just feel so much happier, like, not having to keep track of so many things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like well, the simple the thing, life. Anything goes missing in my house. There's like even this morning, Indy was like, "Where's Cakey?" Cakey is a um, character from Gabby's Dollhouse, I think it's called, mm-hmm. and it's this like silly little cupcake that's also like a cat. It's yeah. a cat cupcake. <laughs> And she loves this little figurine. And so today she goes, where's Cakey? And I was like, I don't know, girl. I haven't seen her anywhere. And then I literally look behind the playroom door and there she is. And I was like, see? She's just chilling. She's in the playroom or in your room? Speaking of of things going missing, you guys. So I, we used my grandmother's pumpkins (laughs) for. Mind you, this was an event that we had back in October, September, maybe. It was definitely around Halloween. Yeah. 
So um, my grandmother gave me these pumpkins, and, like, she's obsessed with these pumpkins. She's like, Josie, don't lose them. Oh, my gosh, I owe her. She's like, bring them back to me. So anyway, I'm like, trust me, Grams. Like, I won't lose them. Don't worry. And they went missing after our event, and I'm like, well, I'll just buy her some new ones. Mind you, they sat in the Corolla (laughs) for probably (laughs) – four or five months maybe even six months because I'm like I'll give them back to her I'll give them back to her I never drive the Corolla anymore (laughs) so so stupid of me to even do that well then I mean maybe a week ago I took them out of the Corolla because I was like yo I gotta do something about this (laughs) so then Friday night was it I think it was Friday it was Friday or Saturday night that I had I think it was Saturday I FaceTimed Josie and it was like eight o'clock at night and I was like she is going to be like why is my boss FaceTiming me at 8 p.m. but I was like she'll answer and then she didn't answer and so I texted her and I was like well that's rude. I was at Chick-fil-A. So dead. Honestly that's a great reason not to answer though. So I like sent her a picture because I didn't know about this. Scott puts my older two kids down. I put Sterling down because Sterling is like my little sidekick. So I put Sterling down. He puts the two big kids down because they share a room and I like was starting to clean up you know toys and stuff and I walk past their bedroom and I see (laughs) the pumpkins glowing in their bedroom (laughs) and I was like wait that is hysterical it was the funniest thing I oh my gosh and it's been there since it's still there guess what I didn't bring you today it's okay I literally told Kendra I was like at least they're being put to good use 100% (laughs) did you tell your grandma (laughs) Yeah, I did. What did she say? I did. She was just like, oh, I miss those pumpkins. (laughs) (laughs) I know. We need to get those back to her. It's okay. It was so funny because I think you accidentally FaceTimed me on Sunday morning, which is Easter. Yes, I did. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So then I FaceTimed her back as I was getting ready for church. And all of her kids were like. Dog piling on the bed. It was the cutest thing. I'm like, wow, this really made my entire Easter. Yeah. And I told her, I was like, you need to do this every Sunday morning. Yes. This absolutely. needs to be a thing. You can count on it. <laughs> like, and my kids get so excited with FaceTime because I always think it's my mom because the only person Aww. we ever FaceTime yeah. is my mom. So, because they have to speak to her at least like five times a week. So, yeah. When I call and then Sterling has been the one manning the phone recently. So she like takes the phone and she's like started to learn to like put the phone up to her ear and she'll say hi. And it's like the cutest, squeakiest, mousiest hi. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It's so sweet. They're all so cute. They really are my most favorite. Oh my gosh. I have to tell you. Yesterday I was checking out my client and there was another client coming in to see Naya for a facial. And um, I was talking to my my client, and she looks at me, and she's like, are you Josie? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and she said, I listened to the podcast. And she was like, I've never seen you before, but I could totally recognize your voice. I love it. <laughs> and it made my entire life. So shout out to you. I have this <laughs> client who called the studio a couple weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, and she's like, I found you from a podcast that you did. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. Literally. And it was like a podcast that I probably did, no joke, two years ago. You did a podcast two years ago? No, I was like a guest on it. Oh, got it. I can't remember what it was. Uh, it's called the Mom Voice Podcast. Okay. And they're local here. And they had me on just talking about really everything. We were talking about retinols, sunscreen, how important those things are. Mm-hmm. And like being a mom, being a wife, all that kind of stuff. So... She's like, I need help with my daughter's 
skin. She's got acne. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm like, she literally found me from this podcast. So I just saw them on Monday and the mom was like, they stopped doing that podcast. And I was like, what? Aww. It was like so random. So I got to look into it. I still haven't looked into it because um, their podcast was great and it did really well. So I don't know if they're just taking a break or whatever, but I got to yeah. find out. So she's, I was like, I actually, she's like, well, do you do those a lot? Like, do you guest on podcasts? And I was like, no, that was actually the one time yeah. that I've ever guested on a podcast. And I was like, but I have a podcast. And she was like, oh, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah. She's like, I always have something in my ear just because of my job. Um, and so I like told her the podcast name and she like yeah. sat and looked it up and <laughs> it was so sweet. It's the best feeling. It really is. Oh, Yeah. the caffeine starting to settle in your stomach (sighs) yeah it's moving around (laughs) (laughs) shoot we might have to cut this short guys um but the strawberry refresher from duncan that's like my drink of choice however who was it sydney just last week had the green tea lemonade from starbucks and it was so good did you try it yeah it was so good. But, like, I'm also in the same breath. I'm like, dude, I can make that at home. I know. Some green tea and some freaking lemonade. Come on. I seriously feel like Starbucks is overrated. But it's just so convenient because there's one on, like, every corner. Yeah, that's the thing. It's overrated, but it's convenient. That's why everybody goes. <laughs> it's so funny because the Starbucks that I go to by my house, they, like, know me from the podcast. Because one day this guy was like, oh, what are you doing today? And I was like, oh, I'm just going to go record a podcast. And then um, I just told him the rest of my day. And then he was like, that's so cool. What podcast is it called? And I was like, The Wildflower Project. And then um, he's like, I'm going to listen to it. So then the next time I came in, there was this girl checking me out. And he, like, in the background was like, I listened to your podcast. Honestly, I'd love to know the ratio men to women because – my husband scott's friends listen to this podcast i love it though. like people that i didn't even expect like one of them came over on saturday he's like oh yeah we were talking about something related to work he's like yeah i I heard that on your podcast and i was like what (laughs) you listen i know it's i'm like i don't even think scott's listened to every episode It's so awesome. One of my best friends from high school, she had just told me that she listens to every episode. And I was like, wow, that's actually the most flattering thing no, ever. No, literally, it makes my entire life. I'm okay, like, but let me show you this picture because she came over on Monday and her baby is so freaking beautiful. Scott about died over her too. And I took this picture of her while um, she was changing her diaper and she was like while her legs were up she was sucking on her little toes and i was like wait you are so perfect that is so cute oh my gosh no like i'm not kidding are her eyes green yes they like match her outfit i know and then she had this cute (laughs) that's what scott said the exact same thing she had this cute little green outfit on and oh my gosh i like told my friend and i was like i actually want to make that my wallpaper on my phone because she's just (laughs) so cute so cute it's so crazy like I, because I told you, the family that I live with, they just had a baby. Uh, yeah, how's that been going? It's been so good. She's honestly, like, a very calm baby. Like, uh. she doesn't cry that much. But um, it's so crazy because from, like, gosh, I think it's been about 10 days since she's been born. Mm-hmm. And, like, her features are coming out. 
Like, I feel like all babies kind of look the same. Well, yeah, they, like, start out kind of alienish, <laughs> yeah. And then, like, as they start to, like, acclimate to the earth, <laughs> they, they like, start to, like, progress cuter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and chubby. I'm just going to say it, especially white babies. <laughs> <laughs> my My babies are beautiful. I love my babies. But let me just tell you, mixed babies with any race are gorgeous i agree gorgeous yeah like i'm so envious i'm like oh maybe i just like white little babies (laughs) dang it so cute i just had a client who walked into chandler the other day and um i have not seen her in years and i saw her at like the beginning like and i saw her forever like i mean i probably did her lashes for like six years and I did facials on her. She was my one client that I could not get off Skin Scripts cleansers, which is ridiculous because Skin Scripts sucks. <laughs> no, let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. Skin Scripts back bars and their peels are phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. But I have not been a fan of their home care stuff. Is it too aggressive, do you think? I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the formulation. But, like, I have just not had luck at all. Their glycolic pads, oof unmatched however mm-hmm. so the glycolic pads we do retail love those but like their washes and stuff i'm like what is this Do what i mean like does it dry your skin out it doesn't do anything okay or it makes it worse okay so like if i have an acne client that comes to me and she's like i'm struggling so bad and like i'm using all skin scripts i'm like that's why <laughs> <laughs> you have acne because you're using skin scripts so i've honestly that's such a bad thing to say because no the, i mean we're going to be very real. If right? you're an, and if you're an esthetician, go take their knowledge. Their pro, their classes are phenomenal. Their team is amazing, but somebody needs to reformulate their home care stuff because yeah. it's just not good. I've had similar experiences. I've never tried it personally, but with clients that have come in and they say that they use skin scripts, they're yeah. like, I just feel like we have to switch you like immediately yeah. and like get off of it. Yeah. But their enzymes, their masks, their peels, they're so good so good and they're Mm -hmm. naturally derived so many of them are naturally derived yeah so like they really have so much integrity in those professional products and i'm like you guys are missing the mark somewhere with these products yeah we had um skin better pam actually pam and cassie are gonna be on the podcast on friday i'm so excited yeah she texted me and was like what do you guys want to talk about and i was like i don't know we kind of just wing it honestly (laughs) that's been the best thing for us yeah so i just told her we would write down some questions that we were going to ask her yeah just so they had something but um they're the best oh my gosh I've just never worked with people that are so attentive well they are that's not true all the reps that we work with yeah I mean eminence is incredible we've got a training today are you going no okay I have school um I might go I haven't decided yet but I want to go for the gratis and I know (laughs) (laughs) I'm like darn it I know Um, but I think the gratis is like the new product line and I still can't get with, so they came out with the pineapple tonique, which is one of my most favorite products. I was going to say, you love that. I've been seeing you post a lot about it. The Yuzu body oil, which is also insane. Oh my gosh. I actually use that all the time. It is insane and it smells so delicious. It does. You can eat it. Yeah. No, actually you can't eat it, but like you want to eat it i mean honestly <laughs> you probably could but it probably wouldn't taste very good yeah. because i mean it's completely organic it's not like 
so edible. you you could eat it but anyways <laughs> you we'll rate it 100 could you imagine have you watched keith lee no keith lee is on tiktok and he's so awesome he's like a all he does is like go into small businesses basically and he rates their food one through ten yeah and his videos are so dope They're, see we could so do that good. kendra we could do that but with products i know i'm like what am i doing over here slaving away over eyelashes when i literally <laughs> could just be eating food and posting it on the internet seriously yeah Actually, you're you're kind of onto something there, but I'm not really sure that I want to be on it. Yeah. Because I don't want to eat products. I hear you. I know. Ew. I'm going to ask Lisa. Honestly, I wouldn't want to either, but. You do it for the views. I do it for the for the pod. For the pod. <laughs> so they came out with, what is the other thing? Do you remember what the, the powder that they came out with? I don't know. I'm not sold on it yet, but it's like a I powder. It's that a, turns into a mask, right? No. So you oh. put the powder, you mix the powder in with your moisturizer, and it's supposed to, like, brighten the skin. I don't know. Um. I'm not sold on it. So, actually, I want to go because I want to hear about that powder. Yeah. But Honestly, like, though, the rep can sell me. Like, yeah. she can sell me on products. Yeah. And that's what I want. I want, like, the knowledge on it. Yeah. Because, like, when I look at the powder, I'm like, that just seems so stupid to me. And I don't <laughs> want to take that extra step and do that. Just watch. In a week, Kendra's going to be posting I love this powder. Honestly, you guys are going to listen to this pod and then go to my Instagram stories and you're like, wait, you just said that you hated them. Yeah. No, but the pineapple tonic, oh, unmatched, dude. I know. I've, I I have not tried it, but I know you love it. It so. smells divine. And like it. the first two days that I used it, I literally was like, why am I so glowy? Do you like, feel like it dries your skin out at no, all? No, not at all. Like, I don't, it's great for I feel all like, skin types. I feel like pineapple would do that, though. Mm-mm. I don't know. It's great for all skin types, dry or oily. It, like, helps. It's a very gentle exfoliant mm. because of the pineapple in it. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I can't say enough good things. I don't know where we were going with that thought. Honestly, we've had, like, so many things that we were, like, talking about, and then we just kind of... We divert. ...dived into something different. Because you're on caffeine and I have ADHD. <laughs> That's what we're going to call this episode. <laughs> <laughs> caffeine consumption and chickens. Yeah. Caffeine, chickens. Why don't caffeine and chickens sound the same though? Mm. Isn't that annoying? Yeah. I've been working with Mac a lot because he's like starting to read, mm. which honestly blows my mind. Like I didn't even know this, right? So he goes to preschool right now. I'm in a homeschool. I'm starting in the fall. And Are you going to homeschool him? Are yes. you going to? Wow. We've talked about this. Yeah, but we haven't like really dived into it. No, we it. haven't. So I'm going to start homeschooling in the fall. And um, are you like nervous? No. At all? Like, I feel like that's like a lot, which is a good thing. Don't get me wrong. But like running a business, homeschooling, being, being a mom, raising chickens. <laughs> Especially those chickens, man. <laughs> Cooking dinner. <laughs> Honestly, for real. Um, by the way, I made the best brisket of life last night. I saw that. I'm going to make a reel about it, but the next time I make it, it was so delicious. Oh my gosh. Anyways, so yeah, I'm going to start, I'm not really nervous about it because I have friends that do it and they're Mm. like, it takes two hours of your day. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) great. So like, I'm, I'm lucky enough that like Scott is also very present. Yeah. So if we have to tag team, if I have to have Scott help me with the girls that I can do homeschool, like my mom is here, my sisters are here. So I have like a lot. I'm very lucky and very fortunate that I do have a lot of help here. Totally. So I think that I'm just very blessed in the area of like I have a lot of help. 
I have a lot of resources. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just going to get a program that basically like I flip open a page as like the teacher. Yeah. And he flips open a page as the student. Yeah. And we just literally read it together. It just we go through the motions. So I'm I'm honestly really excited about it. That's Um, because the only thing that you really have to take is a test, mm -hmm. right? At at a certain age or how does that work? I don't know. Oh, that's okay. I'm going to find out. <laughs> I haven't dove that much into it. That's but okay. I think there is testing. I don't think that it's, well, I think it might be mandatory because obviously he needs a diploma. Right. Um. So, yeah, we'll go through all of that for sure. But his teacher sent me a video like two months ago and it was him reading. And I was like, oh, wait, who taught you how to read? It wasn't me. <laughs> I'm like, when did you learn how to read? So I like literally cried watching the video because I was like, you're just so precious. I like sent it to my mom. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm crying. (laughs) I sent it to our babysitter who's watched him since he was six months old. And I'm like, he's reading like, what the heck? So his teacher was like, get him the, it's called the Bob books. And so I like looked him up on Amazon. I'm like 25 bucks. And I was like, ugh, okay. So I just haven't done it because I just didn't want to like bite the bullet on the $25 per set. And so... I um, went to Costco and I like to browse Costco because Costco is like a black hole for me. Like you just go and you let Costco tell you what you need. It's kind of like the target. Oh, for sure. If I like take me on a date to Costco, I'll be happy. Oh my gosh. But do you have a membership? (laughs) No. Girl, I'm telling you, it's like, and I've honestly only started shopping there more often recently because I feel like now my kids are getting big enough where we like consume more food. Yeah. So like before when it was just me and Scott or me and Scott and a baby, like we weren't eating at Costco because we had a little family. And so now that my kids are all getting bigger, like we are consuming more food. So like I need like mm. value packs of everything that's the thing is i feel like when you're on your own costco it does not make sense at yeah, all no. it doesn't like you don't need that much of anything right so they have like books and clothes and like uh, everything but it's like a home depot for like <laughs> for like food family. and stuff yeah <laughs> family needs yeah for real <laughs> so um i went and they had the freaking bob books for 12 bucks a set and i was like hell yeah <laughs> So I bought three of the sets. That's a win. Yes. Mom win. Like every single person's like, that sucks to be you. Yeah. (laughs) You're spending your $12 on Bob books. I'm like, you're spending yours on a cocktail. So good for you. (laughs) Right. Priorities. For real. So um, we, I got those books and then I brought them home and I showed him and he like knew exactly what they were because he's like, I have those at school. And I was like, sweet. So we like opened them up and it was like crazy to me how many words he already knew. Like I was like reading the book for him and like we were going over the sight words together. We're sounding Mm. out the words. And I was like, wait, this is crazy. I'm like, he is literally. And then he all of a sudden goes, you know, some, four, and, and, a. And I was like, oh my gosh, he knows all of these basic sight words. Yeah. That blew my mind. How old is he? Four and a half, he'll be five in June. Gosh, he's like a little man. Two months, he'll be five. That's crazy. I know. Is your mom heart okay? Um, honestly, <laughs> I told Scott yesterday, I was like, I can't even imagine sending Mac to school. Like the yeah. thought of sending him away yeah. and being gone from, you know, maybe eight to two actually like breaks my heart. So like yeah. I get that as a parent why it's so hard in the first place to send your kids to school because it's like a big change. Like you totally. go from seeing them all day long 
to not at all. Yeah. So I know some moms though that are like kind of happy about that. And that's another thing that I don't want. Yeah. I never want to have the mentality that I'm excited for my kids to go away. Yeah. Because I hear that all the time. Yeah. You know, like I hear, oh gosh, you know, first day of break. Yay. This is so great. And then by, by day 12 of break, you're like, oh my gosh, when are they going back to school? And like, I don't know if that's like how they see it. I think that, you know, some moms have to work in eight or nine to five. Yeah. And it's like to try to find a sitter, I'm sure is like so difficult. So for them to like go to a school, they're probably happy. Yes. There's a place that they can go. Absolutely. But I don't know. You know, I'm not a mom. So like, I don't. No, I definitely think there's a sense of it that it really is a necessity for a lot of families. Mm -hmm. So I can totally understand that and respect that view. Absolutely. I come from a place of like, if you have that mentality, like I'm going to challenge you to change that mentality Mm. and how would your child feel if you told them that? Right. Like if you told them that to their face instead of your Facebook wall mm-hmm. or your Instagram stories, you said, oh my gosh, I can't wait for you to go back to school. Yeah. Could you imagine the, like I could imagine that really hurting my heart. Yeah. Like if my husband was to be like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for you to go to work. <laughs> that would make me so sad. Which is, like, so interesting for you to talk about because, like, I feel like we do say things like that all the time, but we don't mean it that way. But it's, like, it kind of goes in hand with be mindful of what you're speaking to yourself and what you're speaking out loud, right? Everything. Like, even recently with Sterling, I, like, know she's a baby, but I'm, like, I can't keep telling her that she's hard. If I would hold her all day long, she would be so happy. And honestly... I would be too. I would be happy to hold her all day long, but it is not feasible. Right. So I like a week ago was like, I've got to stop talking like that. And like, I even told Scott, I was like, you have to check me. Like, I don't like, I want to be good with my word. And like what I say to my kids was Mm -hmm. really important because that is the type of humans you, you know, produce. You are a part of who they become. And like, nature versus nurture right it's like I want to nurture them to a point where they're confident they like I would rather have overly confident teenagers than teenagers who struggle and that is like my hope and my prayer for my kids is that I instill so much confidence in them that by the time they're 16 17 going into sports doing that kind of thing Mm. like if they decide to go to high school like when they're in high school and like people are picking on them I'm like pick on them back like (laughs) don't let people mess with you totally I wish that someone would have taught me that Mm -hmm. stuff you know yeah so and it's funny I like heard something the other day and it was it was a video and it was this person was like think about this you are the person that you needed as a child yeah and I was like so yeah because then I thought about it and I was like no I really am that is so like if I had me as a child Mm. I wouldn't have been half the person that I was as a teenager totally and that's why I mentioned I think it was the body image podcast like view yourself as a child Mm -hmm. you know be kind to yourself and another thing too is like we're not going to be perfect but I think that we have to give ourselves the grace and we have to acknowledge that we're being mindful and we're trying our best Being mindful is the most important thing about that, though, because how I feel, how I think is completely different than somebody else. 
Totally. Like, I... I feel like as a mom, I am so much more like relaxed. Um, I am totally carefree with my kids. Mm -hmm. I try to say yes as much as possible within Mm -hmm. reason. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to let them have ice cream for every single meal. But like I want them to grow up with boundaries, Mm -hmm. but also with like adventure in their heart with with not feeling limited and like Scott even is like Mac will be like on his bike screaming at the top of his lungs out back yeah and he's like Mac and I'm like babe let him be four <laughs> let him be four yeah. because he's not gonna be four really soon right and I want him to grow up being a kid right let him be a kid right. you know and so that's why like I try even with my husband like with my partner, I'm like, I try to say yes as much as possible. Mm-hmm. There's going to be no's. There's going to be no's. <laughs> there have been no's. There was a no there, last night. There has to be no's. But, like, I try to say yes as much as possible because my husband is so adventurous. He's so fun. He's spontaneous. Like, and he tells me all the time, he's like, your life would be boring without me. And I'm like, 100%. <laughs> like, if I didn't have a husband or kids, I literally would be tied to my job and that would be it. So it's like, I try to say yes as much as possible to the fun, to the adventure. Like he was like, hey, in August, do you want to go to Seattle? And I'm like, for what? He's like, well, we can go and see your aunt and uncle. And then Gabe is going there for a drift event. And maybe we can do a day at the drift event. And I was like, sure. Do I have any in- interest in drift events? Fuck no. <laughs> but maybe I could. I don't know. But saying yes to him is saying yes to like things that he's passionate about, curious about, excited about. Absolutely. And he wants to do those things with me. Yeah. And I'm like, a year ago, we couldn't say those things. Totally. Like Scott, a year ago, was looking for any reason not to be with me because I was a nag and I was like a downer. Yeah. And so now I'm like, the fact that he wants to be around me and invite me to do these things, I'm like, hell yeah, I'll be right there holding your hand. Like, <laughs> So I'm excited to like experience these things with my husband as like a first time of like doing, you know, drift event that's why I'm like yeah I'm gonna say yes to that why would I say no so same thing with my kids like if Max like I want to go to the park or can we go to the jump place because we have a membership to the trampoline park in Queen Creek yes and he and I I try to say yes as much as possible because I want them to have experiences I want them to have memories and lots of them and I don't ever want to have like idle moments with my kids like I don't want to be the parent that's so stuck in my phone that I can't, like, what drives me nuts is when, like, and this happens in my own home, when I see a child being like, mom, 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 and the mom is absorbed, or the dad is absorbed in their phone, and they're not paying attention to their child. It literally happens in my home, so I'm guilty of this. However, I want to be better about it. And you're mindful. (laughs) I'm trying to be really mindful of that because it makes me crazy. When I'm out at a park, and this kid's like sitting at the top of the slide, like wanting to show their mom this coolest trick that they have. And to them, it's like this great, fantastic thing. And to the mom, she's like, oh, whatever. Right. Cool. Great. And I'm like, I make a big deal out of everything in my home. Like Indy will come up to me with something and she's like, mom, I found this puzzle piece. And I'm like, Indy, that's so great. (laughs) Or like she gets dressed and her hair is done and like the sitter will do her hair and like it's all pretty with like all these bows and stuff. And like she comes running in my room and she's like, mom. And I'm like, you look so beautiful. And she, like, waits for the reaction. Yeah. And I'm, like, I give it to her. 
I'm like, I'm all out. I'm all there because I'm like, again, I want to have overly confident kids. Totally. Versus the child who grows up in an environment that is lacking or that is putting them down. Like I'm going to be the parent that's like building them up every single moment that I can. I'm going to be the parent on the sidelines. That's like, go back. (laughs) It's going to be me, dude. I'm like honestly nervous for those days because I'm totally, I'm not going to be like aggressive, but I'm going to be like, totally. Oh my God. Do you ever fear like, I'm trying to figure out how to word this. Do you ever fear them going out into the world and like experiencing what the world is like? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's literally the scariest thought ever. Yeah. But I'm a firm believer that they chose to come to earth this time. And God picked them to come to the world during this time. Yes. And grow up through these weird, scary events. Strange, just weird. Yeah. That's the only way to put it. I know. So I know. I'm I'm definitely a firm believer that like they chose this. Yes. Um, in a way. Obviously it was my choice to have children, but as like a believer in God and like a, a higher power, like I do believe that they were handpicked to come to earth this time. So it's a hard question because I feel like I'm not even like at the scary stuff yet. Right. But I think it's really about educating your kids. And And I think too, like just doing the best that you can do. (laughs) That's all I can do. That's all you can do. That's all any of us can do. Yeah. I'm limited, but in the same breath, like it really does take a village to raise kids. And you also have to be very mindful of who's around your children. Yes. And who is being influential on them Mm -hmm. because everyone that your that your kids come in contact with is going to be an influence on them is it going to be for the positive or for the negative right and I want to make sure that my kids are surrounded with people who love them who lift them up who cherish them who educate them who bring in different qualities and cultures like Mm -hmm. what I was talking about earlier with that client I hadn't seen her in years I mean I don't think I've seen her since I had Mac so she walked into to Chandler and I talked about her on another podcast and she had just gotten married and um, she is Chinese and her yes. husband is Indian. Yeah. And they did like a combined ceremony. So they did a tea ceremony, which comes from the Chinese culture. Yeah. And then they did a traditional marriage ceremony that comes from the Indian culture. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I was like, I think that is so cool it that is. you get to do things like that. It is. I think it's so important to just experience everything and educate yourself. I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, that's how we can base our decisions and how we want to live our life. Well, right? yeah. And I've, I've said this before, too. Like, I think the more things you know, the more things you look into, like Scott and I will be talking about freaking milk and how it's <laughs> produced. And like we come up with a question and we're like, look that up. Look it up right now. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, Siri. And I like ask on my phone because I'm genuinely curious and like want to get those little funny answers. But I think that the more you know, it makes you more interesting. Yeah. Makes you more fun to talk to. Like I want to sit and have a conversation with the guy that like has had 10 different careers <laughs> because he knows all kinds of things that I don't know. Totally. So, and I think cultures is such a cool thing to me. And it's yeah. another huge reason why I want to homeschool my kids because I want to be able to have the flexibility of being like, let's go to Mexico. Yeah let's go to Europe and like totally. showing and educating my kids in different cultures. 
Yeah. And like being able to literally just pick up and go and spend a week in Europe with my kids and show them history of the world and history of other religions and history of other ethnicities Mm -hmm. and like stuff like that just seems so exciting to me. Yes. And it's, I'm, I love history. Like history was one of my favorite strong, favorite and strongest subjects in Mm -hmm. high school. I think it's so important to educate yourself on history yeah, I mean, so it doesn't like, repeat itself, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, hello, uh, that's where we should all be looking right now in this weird time. <laughs> um, but uh, it's just so cool. It's so interesting. It's very intriguing to me. Yeah. Um, there was a movie that Scott and I just watched. Oh my gosh, I have to look it up really quick. It was a really, it was kind of a hard watch. It's a movie with Jamie Foxx in it, and it's called Django. And it's about um, slavery. When did this come out? A long time ago. It looks like like 2012. So um, Leonardo DiCaprio's in it. Jamie Foxx. It is such a good movie. I think I've heard of it, but I think I was too young to watch it at that time. <laughs> uh-huh, for sure. So um, Director. It's directed by Quentin Tarantino. So it's like a little cheesy with in a sense of like gore. Yeah. I think it is rated R. I'm pretty positive it's rated R. Um, but it is such a good movie. Like educational wise, you think? I mean, I wouldn't say that there's like a ton of education in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do feel like it shines a light because it's on slavery. And it yeah. kind of shines a light on things that I feel like we were never educated on in school. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I had no education on slavery. Like we talked about the Emancipation Proclamation. We talked about Abraham Lincoln. We talked about Harriet Tubman. Um Stuff like that mm-hmm. and like civil rights leaders, yeah. but we never talked about slavery itself. Yeah. You know, how they got here, where they came from, yeah. who was buying, how they were buying. And I, I wish that we did speak about those things because, again, I think it's really important and slavery is still happening. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very important to educate yourself on those things. So we watched this movie at my brother's house because my brother said it was really good and we started it and I literally, it takes a lot to get a movie to like suck me into it. Yeah. I was sucked into it. (sighs) There are, they drop the N word a lot. Yeah. So be prepared for that. Yeah. But it is such a great movie and really opened my eyes of like, we are not educated on this stuff. The way that they treated slaves, the way that they killed slaves. It is sick. It is sick. But I feel like these are things, not these, I'm not going to teach my kids things that they shouldn't right, know. Right. We'll learn age appropriate things. But like, right. I want my kids to know about things that happened all over the world that were not good things too. Yeah. The Holocaust, yeah. the wars. Yeah. I want them to be very well educated and I want them to be well cultured, just well-rounded humans, right. not assholes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm just over here trying to raise good people. We're just being <laughs> honest. But... I want to teach them all the things. I want to like engulf them in culture and like different textures and different clothing, like being able to take them to India and like show them what traditional saris look like. And just the jewelry there is so gorgeous to me. Yeah, I've been wanting to do a photo shoot and this is like really hard because we live in Arizona and the population is literally like 60% white. 
But I really want to do a photo shoot where, like, we bring in different women from different ethnicities. I would love that. Different backgrounds. And they come in traditional attire. Yeah. And we put lashes on them. Yeah. And we photograph them. That would be so cool. Right? Yeah. Like, I think that it would be so beautiful. And I just think that other cultures is so cool. This is kind of a side note, but I lived in a dorm my first semester of college at ASU. And my roommate was from Singapore. And it was so interesting learning about like what it's like and how she lived compared to what it's like and how we live in it's bizarre like the things like there's this lady that i had followed on tiktok and she had moved from the u.s to denmark with her family her whole family Mm -hmm. she has four kids her husband got offered a job there so she like makes these videos of like the differences between living in the united states and denmark and like things that like she's like things that would shock my united states friends for instance like if your baby is sleeping in the stroller and you want to go in and you get coffee you park the baby outside and you go in yeah. You don't bring the baby inside. And That's I'm like, crazy. no way ever <laughs> am I leaving my child anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Like, yeah. it's like bizarre to me. And like their holidays are so different. Yeah. Like she was talking about how Halloween for them is like who can be the spookiest. It's so crazy because like my roommate was talking about how close together they live there mm-hmm. in Singapore. Like we have a lot of space and room here. And I'm like, I've never even thought about that. I think there's even a like lot the of driving. countries in Europe, too. Even, like, the driving, yes. too. I don't know where I heard this from, but, like, whenever there's a car crash, we, like, have to, like, stop and look at it. Like, oh, my gosh. Because we're nosy, dude. And, like, other countries, in other countries, it's like you're, like, <laughs> you just drive Are past you it. Like, you don't even. this. So last night I made brisket for dinner and Clarissa messaged me. She works at Chandler and she was like, oh my gosh, I want some. And I was like, I'll make you a plate. Come on over. Yeah. So she really did. Yeah. And she just picked up the food. So I said, I put the kids down for bed and I was like, hey, just message me when you get here. I'll come outside. So I go outside and my neighbor is screaming at the top of his lungs. And I'm like, whoa, we've lived here two and a half years. This has never happened. This is bizarre. Like, and I mean, like, we're standing outside. Her car is on. Her lights are on. So they can see that we're, like, out here. Yeah. And this man is screaming at the top of his lungs. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I was like, okay, bye. So she leaves. I literally go inside my house, turn off all my lights, close my bedroom door, and open my window. (laughs) (laughs) Just because you wanted to. Because I had to know what was going on. Shoot. Did you find out? I think it was just a teenager being crazy to his parents because let's hope that's the only thing that I could come down to. And it was funny because I was telling Scott, I was like, (laughs) he like (laughs) is screaming at the top of his lungs, dropping F-bombs after F-bombs. And then all of a sudden, like his sister was like in a car and she's like telling him to calm down, telling him, go to sleep, talk about this tomorrow. Like it won't be so tense. And he's still screaming. And then out of the nowhere, he just stops and he goes, well, are you going to get out of your car and say goodbye? <laughs> I was like, well, that the, de-escalated very quickly. The fact that quickly. you could hear that whole conversation. That's funny. Oh, I was determined. So that's on us being nosy as it's funny because I like sent a video of like my setup to Scott's, to Scott's best friend who's known me for a really long time. And I was like, dude, hold on. The contractor's calling. Hey, Nick. 
Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Hey, do you have a preference on hinge color and doorknob color and that kind of stuff? Um, let's do black. Flat doors, like a what? Okay, yeah, I'll be on standby for those. I'm so hungry. I'm gonna go get Chipotle when we're done. <laughs> I told Scott I was like, I'm coming home with Chipotle. Uh, that's funny. I think I'm gonna go to TJ Maxx too. Oh, what were we talking best. about? I honestly forgot. Me too. That's fine. Should we close it? Yeah, let's close it up. Okay, so before we close it up, what's the update? on Gilbert I mean I told the contractor I was like bro I've got a painter coming on April 28th so and he's like okay and basically that means you need to be close to done if not done <laughs> so that the painter can get in here and paint the things so it's going really well um there's still a lot to be done but it's close it's getting close and I'm getting excited so it's like crazy. I was like walking in there the other day and I was like, this is nuts. Like walking the walls and seeing the rooms. Yeah. It's wild. It's so cool to see the whole process. I know. It's it. really cool. So I'm super excited about it. I'm still shooting for the third week of May, us moving, which basically all closed on the studio that weekend. And you guys will move your stuff over like Friday afternoon, Saturday. You can come set up on Sunday if you wanted to, and we'll start for first thing Monday morning. Woohoo! So excited. I know. So I'm really excited. Like, I can't even express how pumped I am for it. I like text my <laughs> sister. We're going to get some wallpaper situation. I actually need to follow up with her today. Um, but yeah, it's really exciting. Yeah. I'm super pumped for it. I'm sure it's going to be a huge relief for you, too. <sighs> you have no idea. I was like yeah. actually talking to Scott about I'm just like ready for it to be done. And once it's done, you I can feel enjoy like, it. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be, like, light as a feather. Yeah. Like, right now, I feel like freaking a gargoyle. <laughs> like just, you just feel heavy. Yeah. Like, I just feel like a cement gargoyle. Yeah. So, like, I'm ready for it to be done. But I'm just trusting the process and all the things that are coming with the process and the hardships and the things that I've learned and the conversations that I've had. and. Yeah. It's been great so far, but we're close to ending this construction journey. Thanks so much for listening. We really are so grateful that you're here and have a great Monday. You can follow us on Instagram at Wildflower Beauty Bar, as well as our podcast Instagram at The Wildflower Project. At the end of every podcast, we want to do a Q&A, so please message us any questions you might have. Thanks for listening to The Wildflower Project. We can't wait for you to grow with us.